Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 287 Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined once again by our mainest man, the now remote man, the pride of Eastern Pennsylvania, the former District 11 champion, Willie Saylor in the mix. Willie, welcome. Great champion of sport. Willie's back, but he's back only over the online internet, and we've got a little different setup here. We're just we're all at the table. We ditched the couch. The couch is gone. Um, we're only going to be in this studio until the end of the month, and then we're going to have a, a new setup. There's going to be a lot of changes. Well, I, let's still refer to them as the couch, though. Okay. I'm fine still with that. Couch. I'm I going gotta... to burn the couch. I thought oh. we already did burn the couch. No, we're going to. It's still there, Nomad. Well, they don't know that, though. So a little different see. setup with a little different setup with y'all, and that's only for a month, right? New studio in a month. Mm-hmm. Um, different setup here. I know... I'm on my patio. This is, I love this place, this setup out here. But give me like a, give me like a month or two myself till I get something quasi studio set up or something. I know it's a little white trashy with the, uh, with the Christmas lights on. I call it authentic. I call it authentic. Um, so Willie, you now live in Eastern Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about that at all, but yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people reached out. With, when you guys said that I was moving back and said, you know, I hope everything's okay and this and that. And, um, I really appreciate that. So I just spend two seconds here, uh, telling why I moved back. You know, I love Austin. Obviously Austin, look on any list. Austin's one of the best cities in the world. It was best cities in America to live. Just, um, you know, my family, I miss my family and, uh, my parents are getting older. I have a property here. That's, very set. My grandfather raised me, and this is, you know, he passed away a couple years ago, and this is his property, and it's very sentimental to me, so uh, I wanted to get back and make sure it's taken care of, and, and that's about it, you know, so I'm back, and uh, still thankful to be part of Flow, thankful um, that they could come to the arrangement that we did, and let's let's keep rocking. Okay, we'll keep on rocking in the free world. We're glad that you are on the show right now. Um, okay. So we talked about the U.S. Open last show. Um, I didn't know if you had any thoughts to get out. I mean, we'll refer back to it throughout this show, but I not know if you had any um, points of discussion you wanted to 
go over before we move on? Yeah, um, I didn't listen to the whole show. I listened to parts of the show uh, while I was driving. It's like, I don't know, 2,000 miles, you know? And, uh, and you, couldn't, you couldn't squeeze in one hour of FRL. <laughs> wow. Well, well, what happened? I, I mean, I called Christian like three times during the show because the clock on my car did not automatically reset when I changed time zone, so I thought I still had an hour. So I went back and listened to a couple, a couple parts of it afterwards. Um, but I don't want to be redundant. I'm not sure exactly what you guys hit, but um, I'm sure you hit all the interesting parts. Did you guys talk about um, people that say that the new process maybe watered down or made the field a little thin at U.S. Open? Yeah, we did. Like to, we did touch on that. Yeah, I'd like to rebut that. All right, good. I mean, my my thoughts are, yeah, there might not have been a couple guys there. Um, there might not have been a couple guys there, but uh, the overall product is better. There's, there's more of a season, and and um, you know the fact that, like, say the Penn State guys weren't there, like the Mark Halls and the Zahids and Jake Nolf and Rutherford, that had nothing to do about the process. Right. So I think the main culprit is is and I think Nomad said it last show. It's it's the ten weights. There's ten weights. There's less so automatically there's less talent. So the very thing that is getting guys in onto the team, you wanted that. You everyone likes that benefit. Okay, well not everything that not every action is just gonna be all positive. So that's just a byproduct. Are all ten weights at NCAA's awesome at all times every single year? No. 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 One, no. 197 still happened last year. Yeah. It really it was real, guys. Well, now we have that same replication on the senior level. Yes. Get used to it. We're, we're going to build a bigger pipeline and hopefully have more interesting opens in the future. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, and also part of it, it's a good thing. Here's another reason. We won Worlds last year. We had six medals. So all those guys were sitting out. It's good to have a lot of guys sitting out because that means you're winning a lot of world medals. Correct. It means we're, you're beating Russia. Okay, so we'll just take you know maybe a little bit of bad in the name of beating Russia. Oh, also, I wanted to make this point last time. So I had this stat. Uh, prior to 2011, when the medalist sitting out thing was implemented, in 2009-2010, there were of the, let's see, 28 finalists. Only three of them did not wrestle in the, in the Open. And we won like one medal those two years. 2010 was literally the worst year in the history of men's freestyle in USA yeah. wrestling. Didn't we win like w- literally one or two matches? Right. That was a bad. So, medal is sitting at works. I'm glad it's it's a qualifier. It's not the thing. If you want it to be the thing, you got to change a whole bunch of stuff to decide the team. So get used to it. Thoughts on 65 because it's one. It's a weight that we didn't. Metal at obviously, Zane was out. Logan up. Logan loses. McKenna wins. Jordan Oliver is suspended. And and um, I saw you guys put out an article why Jo should be in, and I have no idea what the likelihood of that um, is. But you know, at that weight, they um, there were several kids that double qualified, so. If Jordan doesn't get in, we're looking at a small bracket, right, no man? Yeah, it's the uh, none of these brackets will be larger than nine. Most of them will be eight or fewer. 
But Logan double qualified. There's a lot of guys that double qualified at that weight. It might be yeah. close. It might be like five. Yeah, it, you're you're gonna have guys with buys to the semis at a lot of weights. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, that's why I don't uh, understand. The watered down U.S. Open continues, on the way into the trials. Um, yeah, it's concerning because that's not a <laughs> that's not a weight where you want to be thin with talent, right? That's the weight we need. A lot of options, and right now, you know, Joey McKenna's in Final X, so it's, I guess, Ironman Steber is. And, Willie, you alluded to the J.O. thing. Um, we were told yesterday in our meeting with USA Wrestling there is absolutely no chance whatsoever that Oliver will be in. So, no J.O. And... Yeah, yeah. Wh- why do you think that is? Do you have any indication why that is? Um, I guess the wildcard process doesn't really exist currently and for that reason they they can't do it um you know i nomad said yesterday or two days ago that basically it's within their purview to do whatever they want right um yeah i mean i would it's i wasn't in the meeting but it sounds like kind of what i expected that because it's not in the current procedures they would have to go back redo the procedures and then basically i don't know probably make a legal case that there's a reason to redo the procedures in terms like when discussing with the USOC lawyers. Yeah. So dis- I mean, I'm disappointed because I think, I mean, anytime you can get an extra talent in there, it's good for America. And if he makes a team, he's the best guy. And if he doesn't, then that's fine too. Um, yeah. So disappoint, but Jordan Oliver as Garoff battle of the band Someone tweeted that. That's Getting pretty, the band back together. Getting the band back together. There's lots of jokes. I'm sure we can top those. It's all in fun, guys. It's all in fun band band wrestlers. Jordan's not even banned anymore. He's, no, he's, he's free. He's free. He's free from that, but he's not free to um he's not free to wrestle for America this year. Should we have realized that when they announced that match because World Team Trials is the next day? Well, yeah. That should have Right. Well, I think J.O. was still holding out hope, and if he was in able to get in uh, World Team Trials, I'm sure he would wrestle that instead of beat the streets. A bird in hand, better than two in the bush. <laughs> we just go in all sorts of idioms and uh, metaphors today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So no J.O. J.O.'s is out. The, is that the only two matches we have confirmed? No. Helen uh, Adekaroye is confirmed. Yeah. Uh, Bros Chimizo, Asgaroff, and uh, JL. There, there were three women's matches confirmed, all with uh, Nigeria. I don't know the, the other two girls from Nigeria, but uh, Tamara Stock and Allie Reagan are involved, so three of our best girls. But Helen Adekaroye is going to be awesome. Chimizo Burroughs is going to be awesome. And Oliver Asgaroff is going to be awesome. This is shaping up to be best beat the streets in a while. And this is interesting. Novogratz tweeted. Make sure you're following Mike Novogratz on Twitter because he's, he's – uh, He's keeping you sneak peek. He's he's yeah, he's giving he's keeping us one step ahead of the press releases, right? So he he mentioned the um Oliver Asgarov and now he's saying high school super match in the works. I don't know who it could be. Um You got no intel there? No intel. But maybe after well, I know, this I, mean, I, I don't know. Teasdale, they want Teasdale to wrestle glory. What? That's not a super match. I mean, that's just nugget. that's not a super match. That's a that's the that's the third match. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Come on, oh, he wants to get his Princeton guy in the mix. 
Maybe, maybe. that's it. I mean, I like Pat Glory. Yeah, it's a I great like Gavin. It's, we've seen it twice, you know? It's a great match, but we've seen it They've wrestled like 10 times, going back to like Super 32 Middle School. Yeah. Yes. And Gavin's won all but one of them. He's number one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing, but, you know, I was thinking Gable Paris. That's my vote. Yeah, that would be great. But I don't know. You know, Paris missed the Open uh, by design. They kind of they kind of want to get him up to freestyle speed first. Is he going to trials? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, you know, the plan for him is to, um, to to get acclimated to freestyle because he's wrestled that very little, and I'm, almost none. I know the plan is for him to do Fargo. Will did you hear from his dad if he's also doing uh, junior duels? Um, I did not hear about Junior Duels, but I knew he wasn't going to be in in Vegas because I asked him ahead of time, and they said that they're trying to get up to speed. All right, any chance he wrestles right away? Mason Paris we're talking about? Not sure. Why? Why do you shake your head? Because they're not. Yeah, well, how do you know? Because I spoke to a, a Michigan coach. Hmm. They should think about it. I guess they. I guess they could wait and run it back the next year and still be pretty good. I think he needs to get bigger. I think he's plenty big, but okay. Um, okay. Well, redshirt him too. Also gets him off of Gable at least one year. Yeah, I guess. That, so that's helpful. Okay. Where to next, friends? We can go um, 57. Nomad put his World Team Trials preview out, 57 kilograms. Is there anything in the world... That can stop um, Dayton Fix versus Spencer Lee. Zach Sanders would need to hit multiple arm arm spins, <laughs> like more, he did against Tony Ramos. More than one. Yeah. How about that stat that I put in there? So you tweeted it. The ageless wonder, Zach Sanders. Zach Sanders has been in every World Team trial since 2009. Yeah. How Nick. old is Zach Sanders? Impressive. I want to say he was 06, graduate of high school. He was 06 or 07. Yeah. I can't remember. I think he redshirted, didn't he? So anyways, ir- irrelevant. Since 09, Sanders is very persistent. No one has a streak like that. In 2009, how old was Spencer Lee? Like nine years younger? Whatever he is, he's like nine. Right, yeah, nine or ten, something like that. That's freaking weird. So everybody's pissed off, as they are always Who? want to do. When, when you put out predictions of of potentially... Uh, where there's multiple guys that could possibly win, everybody's pissed off. I'm, uh-huh. I'm saying it. I said this as soon as I got in the office on Monday. Spencer Lee will be our 57 kilo world team rep this year, so he's going to win the trials, win the tr- beat beat, Dayton Fix, beat Tony Ramos, beat Thomas Gilman in that order. Wow! Everyone, feel free to prove me wrong because that means it's going to be extremely awesome. Only a few people can prove you wrong. Um, I. Honestly, don't necessarily disagree. I think Andy Simmons. <laughs> that was that was I, I I got screwed by bracket placement. Oh, we didn't was, even talk about. He except was, you didn't. No, you did no, not. No, he was the five seed, and it was awesome because he didn't have to. He wasn't going to have to wrestle Nick Dardanes, and then Kindig dropped out after posting these fire shoes he had on Instagram, changed everything <laughs> up, and then Logan Steber lost. So then he had to wrestle Nick Dardane's. Oh, he Sieber. totally so would have beaten Jay Nyerman. 
I don't know. He might have. No. No, he wouldn't. It was the worst bet well, in you've any, ever made. In any case, he wasn't going to have to wrestle. It, he wasn't going to have to <laughs> wrestle because Iron Man was going to be pushed down a spot. When are you getting The bracket chicken? placement screwed me. When am I going to get my chicken? That's a great Whenever question. Let's Whenever do it today. Today might be... Yeah, it might, might be a Popeye's day. I have a real license now, so we can even get a lunch beer <laughs> if we want. <laughs> well, not at, they don't have beers at Popeye's. Well, not it's at Popeyes, the one glaring but... hole in their business model. <laughs> yeah. They don't, you can't get a... Can't get a frosty. Okay, um, but yeah, no, I think. It, and look, Dayton beat him the last time they wrestled, right? Twice. Dayton's better now than he was then. Mm-hmm. Tony has been in four straight World Team Trials. So he's now going to be in five straight World Team Trials finals. Um, he's older, stronger, has two and a half kids. Right, one's on the way. Um, <laughs> talking about kids. I'm just saying he's a grown man. Spencer Lee's like the So you subscribing he's, to the Spencer dad Lee, strength? Spencer Lee, no. uh, Jacob Warner wins UW, UWW Juniors, has to go back and live in a dorm with Spencer Lee. If I want to... Like he's got his trophy on uh, above his above his headboard. Nate and Spencer better get, get procreate. <laughs> yeah. To. I mean, I'm like, you could just use his age. It's like, like how many children he's, he's created is not really a factor. Well, that's in his... the thing, guys. I have no idea how Kyle's been this successful kidless. Yeah. How has Kyle Snyder done it? I don't know. Imagine well, if he, he started having kids. Well, he, oh, just, if he had kids. <laughs> well, he is engaged to be married now. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So maybe he's, maybe it won't be too long. Or maybe, you know, he can take his time to start a family. He's got a lot to do yet. Hey, Kyle, speaking of Kyle, he is out here. He's saying we're coming for Adidas. We're coming yeah. for Asics. We're coming for Nike. This, it's, it was like a... It was like the wrestling version of, of uh, Hit Him Up. He was calling them all out. Um, but thoughts on that? Thoughts on Rudis? And Rudis tweeting a little tease of a shoe yesterday, too. Coming this fall. Wow. Will you be buying a pair? I need to see him first. Yeah. We just got a very little, just a little vague little video. It's great for wrestling that Rudis is trying to force her way into a seat at the table. Now, it's really hard to do shoes when you're not A6 Nike Adidas and you have giant factories to Nomad's do been trying to make a custom shoe for years. Yeah, it Just hasn't worked. Can't get, can't get it off the they, ground. They, can't get the mold right. They fall apart after three practices. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, I think it's great. You should start a GoFundMe. You should start a GoFundMe. Can I raise it from 750 to 1200 Whenever yeah. you need to. Okay. You can change the GoFundMe amount to... To, to fit, fit your needs. But, yeah, I mean, that was the whole point of him signing with Bruce, right, that they would eventually have to do it. Like, you're not going to sign – Kyle Snyder is not going to sign with the company and do a shoe deals, not do a shoe deal, right? Somebody else might that's kind of lower on the ladder. You're not like, going to not champ, do a shoe deal. Exactly. The Olympic champ's going to get a shoe. Yeah, he's going to get a shoe. Well, that's, that's what they should do, right? They should be of the mindset that um, they're, they're trying to grow and they're trying to get it bigger and better than everybody else in the space. Um, how likely that is, I don't know. You know, I think they're a good company that uh, is founded by wrestling people. Um, I I don't know. Do you do you guys think that they can catch those guys in that market? I I don't. I don't. I don't think you can't catch. In my in my opinion, or you know, who knows? Things can change. But is there in any sport? Is there a instance where one of the big brands doesn't own the shoe game oh the shoe game what's, yeah, a, what's the deal with Saucony in running where are they yeah 
I don't know, Saucony. I mean, I don't feel like Saucony's like a... I don't either. I'm just... Small time. I feel like in running, brand. they're pretty big. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think that... I, I think Rudis can own the wrestling space in general. I don't know if they're ever going to own the shoe portion. And the <sighs> shoe's got a crush, right? And the thing is, they basically have one shot at this too, right? This shoe has to be right or... That's gonna damage. People are just gonna stick with what they know and what's what's worked for them in the past. So they, they can do they, it. They, but they picked the right horse to back. So they they got the name, but now their product has to well, the R and D has to deliver. About, the beautiful thing about picking up Snyder now too, I said he's still so young, right? He's not. They're not picking up a multiple time world champ, Olympic twenty twenty favorite. Uh, the tail end of his career. He's still super young, so they're going to have him for a while marketing their products. Um, but after after the Open, this is a nice segue here, I'm wearing a Nike hat, right? And and I wanted to ask you guys, too, um, I've been openly critical of Nike in the past and then things that they um, – yeah, primarily it all boils around – centers around um, when they drop uh, Oregon. But – now, when is the time? I mean, maybe this is a rhetorical question. When is the time to let Nike off the hook and get back on board with them? At, at least having an open mind with them. I, th- I mean, because right now I think they're doing, I think they're doing a good job. I think they're investing money back into the sport. Um, you know, they have the USA Wrestling contract. Um, is it time? Is it time to say, all right, Nike, we're over it? Well. To, to me, it's, it's about investment. Are they investing in athletes? Are they investing in the sport? Are they putting money into the sport? The answer is yes. Um, it, they're a, a good product. So I think at, for, for me, yeah. I mean, they're, they're putting their money where their mouth is. They're investing in the sport. Um, they're putting real energy into it. They're paying athletes. To me, that's really exciting. And to me, that kind of warrants, okay, we got to move on. And the people involved with Nike wrestling now couldn't be more removed from the decision to drop Oregon wrestling, right? Um, right, right. That's that's a great point. Like Grant Turner, Chris Ball, Chad Lohman, the, the guys you see on the ground at, at, at Nike events going to, you know, US Open, World Team Trials, World Championships, those guys didn't cut Oregon wrestling. Yeah. They're they're trying to do right by their athletes and, and by USA wrestling. Yeah. Look at the improvements they made in like a year too. Uh, the booth they had set up this week at the U.S. Open was really impressive. They had, like, four people working at all times. Gear looks awesome. It's crazy, the uh, the apparel game and how it's changed literally in, like, two years between yeah. Rudis just coming in and immediately having a massive impact. Now, uh, like, Kale Sanderson's with Scrap Life, the Under Armour affiliate, and as is David Taylor and Zane Rutherford and... You can assume probably the rest of of Nittany Lion will 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 fall in line there. Um, so you've got Scrap Life, a big player, of course. Asics, proud sponsor of FRL. Thank you to Asics. You know they're the probably the gold standard for apparel. Definitely the gold standard for for shoes right now. So this competition is it's it's amazing for wrestling. Uh, and I probably left. You know Adidas is is very much in the game as well, making way more investment than they had. In the past, so we've got real brands, quality brands, competing for athletes, competing for um, you know 
the market. It's making for a very competitive landscape. And I know this is not like super wrestling related, but when you talk about the economy of the sport, the health of the sport, seeing these big brands involved is extremely encouraging. And even if it's even if it's little things, like just having more guys on the roster, like uh, Bryce Mayer signed with Adidas, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Bryce isn't competing till the fall, so his whatever he's getting from them is probably pretty small. But even if you just have the incentive, the incentives, right? Make a national team, make a world team, win an overseas medal, win a world medal, win a you know U23 medal. Like, just to have that is, is a great start and better than where we were five years ago. And I think it's going to really pick up after these 2018 Worlds because then you're starting to get into the pre-Olympic year and the Olympic year. Um, you know, the qualifying year, Pan Am Games, all that stuff. So I think all that's going to really ramp up uh, over the next probably eight, eight, nine, ten months. Um, it's, a, it's a good point. I mean, the, the co- competition is always good in the economy, and we've, we've always talked about um, athletes getting money, and there's incremental improvements in the final X system into what athletes get in their pocket, and there's improvements at the RTC level, these – guys are getting into bidding wars for rtc athletes that helps put money in the athletes pocket and there's more apparel companies that are fighting for athletes that puts more money in their pocket i mean pd3 yesterday signed with big baller brand (laughs) breaking news (laughs) hey okay get this here's some perspective for you remember think back 2000 oh what was it eight or seven 2007, when Ben Askren graduated college, hands down the biggest star in in wrestling at that point in time, at least in college wrestling. Maybe you could say Metcalf. Unquestionably. Um, but I think he was. Coming out of, of college, wins two Hodge trophies, uh, makes the Olympic team. ASICs offered him $1,000 for the year, right? Just a yearly $1,000? Yeah, and now you think, and that's not a, that's not a criticism of, of them. That's just like that was the landscape then. I mean, they're paying Jordan. That's what you're worth. Jordan Burroughs now is like making serious money. Like the the sport has just elevated in general. Um, it, it's crazy to think about just the changes that the, that it's gone through financially. Ben came out and said uh, back then he's like, you know, I have to I have to eat. I have a family. That's I'm leaving wrestling because there's not much money. You can't, I can't make a living doing it, and um, now you can. Now there's a lot of options. Now there's a lot of, you know, wrestling people in RTCs, apparel companies, and money from actually winning wrestling events. Yeah. Okay, that was a lot. Of, that was a lot of gear discussion, but um, I think it's important, and I think it's important worth noting and being thankful because I think it's freaking awesome. It's always good to have occasional discussions about the health and economy of the sport economy yeah hey willie desanchise is a hawkeye have we even talked about this we haven't talked about it i haven't and and like i said i I missed a portion of frl um where you guys discussed it but i mean i assume everybody thinks it's a good thing right well i certainly don't think it's a bad thing i think Uh, it's a good thing it, it could listen it could absolutely go up in flames just because <laughs> it's. I mean, uh, Matt Azevedo is a good coach and a good dude, right? And it did not work there. It did not work at Drexel. And I think there's a, um, you know, 
DeSanto has culpability in that. Mm-hmm. And if it yep. doesn't work, I don't think it's an Iowa thing. It's just it'll be a DeSanto thing. So if he'd have gone to Rutgers, there's a definite chance it doesn't work. If he'd have gone yeah. to Iowa or wherever. There's that thing around there's that thing around Iowa. First of all, you know, they were so successful for so long and they're still successful and they had this huge giant fan base. And I mean, frankly, all the other fan bases love to hate them. And if DeSanto does something on the mat, yeah, that'll be bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could have done something on the mat at Rutgers if he would have went to Rutgers. Um, and that would have been bad, but he does it at Iowa. It's going to be bad. Yeah. But it could be great. They they obviously have a plan. They would not have brought him in if they didn't have a plan or uh, what they plan to do with him. Like they they know what they're doing. It's the same thing with Pat Downey last year. They knew what they were doing. They had a plan, and uh, I think it's going to work out fine. How do you guys? Again, if I missed it, I'm sorry. How do you guys see it impacting the team race? Well, I think it further cements them as the number two, but Penn State's going to have to have some bad luck, um, down performances, things we haven't seen them do before. Though, even though at at 25 and 33 they're going to have question marks, they're going to have so much more upside than they had this year at those two weights. They're going to be drastically improved, even though they're going to start two true freshmen. Yeah. So that's notable. Um, yeah. You know, Nick Lee's back. And, and to me, the what I think is great is, is if Berge goes 49 for them, that is, uh, you know, Verclaren I think would have been solid. He'd have been a qualifier. He'd have probably won matches at NCAAs. But I think Berge is a real threat to do serious damage at NCAAs. And if he can make 49 for this year and then slide up when uh, Nolf graduates, that's um, that's a huge win. And I think that that's a potential question answered. I think... You know, you can say he's a freshman and he didn't compete much during his retro year, but I think Brady Berge is is ready to win a lot of matches at the D1 level. Yeah, I just don't know if he can make 49. I don't know. Well, his dad uh, – oh, so I didn't mention this. They said he's going 49 next year. Oh, that's great. I, sp- I spoke with his father. He's like, yeah, the plan's 49, and then we'll see what happens after that. That's um, great for them. And then, I mean, there's always a chance that Nick Lee gets a little bigger and moves up when – Nolf leaves and that go up. And then you also have to consider um, the youngsters, what they're going to do at 25, 33. Uh, I think the good news is that we'll learn a little bit. Of, we'll learn something because I talked to Roman Bravo Young and he's wrestling at U23s. So nice. we'll see him against college competition and see where he's at. Yeah, I'm excited to see how he does. And I think their lineup's probably going to be. Gavin, RBY, Nick Lee, Brady Berge, Jason Nolf, Chenzo, Mark Hall, Bo Nickel, Shakur, Nevels. Uh, Casser's going up. There is maybe some upper weight potential. There's rumors about Bo going up. I don't. I do not think that's happening. Bo and Shakur switching. Yeah. I don't think is... that to me doesn't actually make sense because mm-hmm. they said Bo's like Bo's like not really big enough for 86 kilograms. So he's staying. So I yeah, don't I... understand why he would. From a team race perspective, I don't even really factor that in. I mean, they could flop and they'd be fine. They could not flop and be fine, flip-flop. Um, so I don't know about that. But what, did you guys hear these rumors? I don't know. This could be message board BS, but somebody's saying that Kemmer is moving up. Oh, that's I mean, that's happening. He's moving up. 
He's moving up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, so I thought, you know, I, I always thought that Kemmer had a big frame. His dad's a big guy. He's a lineman for the county, I think. Uh, <laughs> I thought Nolf's dad was a lineman for the county. Nolf's dad lineman for the county? Yes. That's a little side joke. What if they both are? No, I always thought Kemmer had a big frame and he could move up. But obviously the question is then, like, what does uh, Marinelli do or what they do with the rest of the lineup? But I saw, I thought I saw um, Tom Brands and, and, and Morningstar clowning on that idea on Twitter. I don't know. I heard he's going up for sure, but he may maybe he won't. I don't know. Didn't he start as a forty nine? Yeah. He just eating a lot of pasta these days. No, I said he's bigger. He's growing. I don't know. So he's gonna go. This kid who a lot of people said could still go forty nine last year is gonna go seventy four. But Joseph Smith's gonna cut back down fifty seven. <laughs> I don't think. You I tell me that's gonna happen. Listen, I that's not where I put my money, but. Joe Smith should go like eighty four. <laughs> yes, he Joe really Smith should. is enormous. No, he would, dude. Guys, eighty four. <laughs> he would not look. He well, no one, no one's seen him four. in a year and a half. So where is Joseph? Where is Joe? He wasn't. You can't open. tell me they can't cowboy bulk job him to oh. one eighty four. Uh, why stop there? <laughs> Derek White uh, succession plan. Also, Austin Harris definitely uh, next cowboy bulk Kirk job, White. right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Kirkley. Yeah. Oh yeah. So maybe that's a good yeah, plan of succession yeah. too. It's a probably better one. I guess Joe Smith. Yeah, maybe we can keep him <laughs> under two hundred pounds. Um, yeah. No, Kimmer. I don't know. Maybe he goes seventy four. Maybe because I don't know if Marinelli will move up or not. I think, I think Kimmer can dictate, right? Um, I, I think he, between he and Marinelli, he's the better guy. I can't see Marinelli going up to seventy four. I, I could see Marinelli going down to fifty seven. Before I see him going up, I don't think so, man. I think he's a, I yeah, think he's just he's like big. perfectly sized at sixty-five. I do not think he could go down effectively, yeah. um, especially with his, yeah, I don't know, with his knee. Do you want to cut an extra eight pounds? I think I think he's perfectly sized. I um, think he's perfect too, but I, I don't see him moving up. I think he's too small to move up. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that. Okay. Everyone is asking all these questions. Um, Probably because you ask people if they have questions. No, no, no. <laughs> Not the <laughs> fact that there are questions. The fact, <laughs> Pretty much every day I ask, people ask about the SDSU assistant coaching position. I don't know. I, I mentioned I heard Cam Simas, his name. But beyond that, I don't know. I know that it won't be Nishan. Some people have been like, Get a lightweight, bring in Deshaun Garrett. That's not going to happen. Um, what? Why do you shake your head? I just Nashon SDSU does not make any sense. Well, it's Cor- San Diego State to me. Cornell ties. I I fully understand that. I just don't see Nashon going to Brookings. Yeah, he's, he's not. Yeah, that's why I don't know who would think that. Well, it's very obvious why people would draw that conclusion. No man, he wrestled for Coach Hahn for uh, five years. I, no, I get I get that. I'm just saying Nashon and Brookings doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Well, they they don't have a lightweight coach, right? And then they, you agree they need one. They don't have. Yeah, all they have is Damian and Cody Caldwell right now. Well, I played uh, played blackjack with Cody Caldwell a little bit, and he said that they're close to finalizing. Okay. But he wouldn't give me details. I don't blame him for not giving me details. But did he hit on seventeen? He did well. Me, me and Seth Gross did not do well. Oh, really? Blaze Cobble and. Blaze Cobble was playing too, and Caldwell was just telling him what to do. 
Blaze had no idea. Cabble. Hey, apologize. Cabble. No, Cabble. Rhymes Cabble. with Scrabble. Yes. Blaze yeah. Cabble cornered us. He physically yeah, intimi- he intimidated Willie, um, but his mother says he she does not like it when people say Cabble. They, he says he's heard it all. It's Cabble. Rhymes with Scrabble. That's a great Cabble. mnemonic device. Cabble didn't know what he was doing. He did not know what was happening. So Caldwell just tell him, like, <laughs> he would literally just show, he would just take his cards and show him to Caldwell, and Caldwell was telling him what to do. That feels like a good way to get kicked out. How is that legal? Can you do that? Really? Yeah. I don't know much about blackjack, obviously. Was this before or after Blaze and Cody that- destroyed an entire gigantic large pizza from the Del Mar Deli? That was, that was before we saw you that night. Wow. Big eaters, I, I would imagine. All right. So that's anyway, a that's that the is, question. Where that is, it's supposedly coming soon. Okay. What, what do we know about? Because didn't Edinburgh close? Oh, I, yeah, I've not heard. I'm so scared. Because Josh Moore got Cleveland State job. Mm-hmm. Shout out Josh Moore. Shout out. I think, I think it's good hire. Right. But yeah, we still need Edinburgh, and then I think that finishes us off as far as head coaching. Well, Arkansas Little Rock still looming. Well, I that one they got some time. I drove I drove right through Little Rock. Did you? I had quite an adventure. You took the Did weirdest way home. Did you apply for the home. coaching job while you were there? Yes. Just handing your resume? Yep. I applied at Little Rock. Then I drove through Memphis. Then I had lunch with Johnny in Roanoke. <laughs> Shout stopped, out to Johnny. Stopped in Staunton. Was it, is it Staunton or Stanton? It's Stanton. We don't say it the way it should be. Mm-mm. You drove by uh, Nomad's alma mater, Harrisonburg, James Madison yes. University. I drove. Yeah, it was like a tour. Was a, I went through CP's hometown. I went through Nomad's alma mater, and then I went through uh, Washington and Lee. Right. Oh yeah, and you went through West Virginia. I did. Nowhere I went near West Virginia. Almost heaven. Almost heaven. More uh, Hagerstown, <laughs> West Virginia. That's. I did go through Hagerstown, home of Aaron Brooks. Home of Aaron Brooks. Someone said, "Does Iowa have an opening as?" For their strength and conditioning coach, because Corey Kalina asks, who should Iowa hire as their new strength and conditioning coach? Is did something happen? Is Travis Rutt no longer there? Yeah. Rutt was there last yeah, time. Yeah. So they heard that Nomad was looking around. Yep. Sniffing around. They thought about maybe bringing him in as strength and conditioning. What's the most important lift in wrestling? Um. Dead. The deadlift. Mm-hmm. I got that. Could be right. Strengthen that posterior chain. Will we continue to see more U.S. guys compete for other countries as our depth continues to get better, such as Habit does now? How about Stefan Micic going 57? Oh, my God. Really? For Euro, yes. Draws came out today. Is that plus two? No. That's scratch. Oh, my word. I mean, he was a 25 his uh, redshirt years. and He's not gigantic, and I guess international you tend to cut more weight even with Dave Wayans, but... No. When in Europe, yeah. cut weight as the Euros do. Yeah. Uh, also, Travis Rudd no longer listed on the Iowa website. Wow. Oh, some, good, some good uh, journalism there from Kyle Brackey. So, no, <laughs> I don't know who their um, strength and conditioning coach will be or should be. I have some uh, – I mean, I'd throw my hat in the ring for sure. There you go. Um, Speaking of Stefan Meech, 57. So, yours this weekend, Russia is sending what I think will basically be their team – are people going to overreact or correctly react to how we compare it to Russia? 
Based on Pan Am versus uh, Euro performance? Yes. Well, also U.S. Open. Like, oh, no, sky's falling. No, because only, like, 14 people are going to watch Euros, Fair. if we're being honest. And it's all the – anyone that watches Euros has a good enough perspective of – USA versus Russia? Yeah, yeah. Like, they know the deal. No, Matt, is it correct that at Pan Am's, the United States and Canada are the only two countries sending guys at the non-Olympic weights? Right. Basically every – not those two, but basically every non-Olympic weight that I've looked at so far only has five people entered. What rate wait, did Rochelle go? He's not there. However, they're, they're not going to let him defend his title? No. He is going to trials, though. That's good. I have no idea how he qualified for that. He uh, got second to Bill Farrell. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great <laughs> success. Him down uh, at 70. He looked a no, little. No, man, it's 57, it's 57 tonight or tomorrow? 57. In, in, at Euros. Uh, tomorrow. Mitch could be the real deal. Yes. We I'm gonna be real listen, it's fine when you know well, okay, habit goes sixty five. It's like all right, well we got G Hulk. All right, we feel good about that. We got Zane, right? But when they start beating our guys, I mean like Gomez, when he uh he outplaced yeah. us in some tournaments, that's that's gonna be frustrating, right? When does it well, become treason? When does it become treason? <laughs> I think Well, when they actually bloody an American Man. When they draw blood. When they draw blood. When they lose. When they don't know their place and lose to Americans, that is when it becomes officially treason and they're not allowed back and they're Benedict Arnold's. <laughs> well, we're going to find out. The 57 bracket should be awesome at Euros. Let's find out how good Micic is and how good he is at 57. I don't know if Micic could beat, like, uh, Spencer, but he could beat our other guys. Right, like I could see him beating Gilman. You don't think he could beat Gilman? Um, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's been right. He's junior world medalist, right? He was was he? He was bronze. Or yeah, yeah, bronze. He was on twenty fifteen. He was bronze 15. the year right after Gilman was bronze. Yes. So he was teammates with Spencer when Spencer won fifty for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't. He he's going to be problematic at fifty seven kilograms. He'll give us a tough match. He's Thanks. also going to wrestle for a medal tomorrow. Because he has a Guev first round and then no one up top. So you're saying he'll lose to a Guev and then or beat him or beat I, him. I hate a Guev now. Oh, <laughs> wow! I hate, I hate him. Elaborate. Well, I, tell tell people who a Guev is. Everyone else. He, is. Uh, Zara Guev was this guy. He was when they reinstated Cadet Worlds in 2011. He won. I think he was the first guy to win. Where two is Cadet he from? Titles. He's from Russia. Okay. And he hoodwinked me because he had an awesome season last year. And then I was like, oh, this guy's gonna win Worlds because I had no idea he was gonna win 57. And then he stunk. Just terrible. So you hate him because he made you look stupid. He made me look like a fool. So how do you feel about um, Andy Simmons? Oh, we lost Willie. Oh, no. Great tragedy. Maybe we can try to get him back. But until we get him back, we'll just continue just the three of us. All right. Hopefully Willie calls back. Yeah, I, but the, the Andy Simmons thing, I got screwed by bracket placement. Josh Kendig didn't show up after he talked about these awesome shoes he's going to wear. That's what happened. Okay. So you're really triggered by that. Yes. So you're actually- The bracket laid out perfectly for what I said was going to happen, which said that he was going to do better than the seed. Then his seed became four. He ended up getting seventh, which is still only two losses, which is the same number of losses as someone who gets fourth. Oh, my gosh. Be quiet. You have to stop with this terrible, terrible take. Um, hey, so we're moving right along. Let me see some other questions. Talked about Kimmer. 
Kimmer, do not rule out 74. Um, I think that's very possible where, where we see him eventually. Um, some schedules coming out. Nomad, you've posted those in there. Anything of note, just high level? Uh, looks like Iowa schedule. Where did I put it in here? Uh, I was going to have a good, an easy home schedule mm. and a tougher road schedule, which I don't know if that matters. But I also don't know if they're going to, because they don't wrestle Ohio State. Penn State hasn't put theirs out yet. Iowa hasn't put theirs out yet. Well, where's their uh the only ones that the only ones that have been put out are the ones that are in there. Oh, yet you know that their schedule is easy. I'm saying. The, well, what it is looks it? Looks like it looks like. Well, now my now my internet went out, but uh, they're gonna have Rutgers and Maryland at home, and then at Wisconsin, at Nebraska, and at Minnesota. Okay, not too shabby. So the road schedule is gonna be harder, probably. Yeah, and then I wonder if the they wrestled Penn State this year, right? Yeah, at Penn, it was one of the BJC matches. Yeah, so they could go back there again. Well, they do home away off. Mm-mm. So what was the 2017 duel? 2017 that, was when Mark made that his was debut. In Iowa, yeah, that was in Carver. So they should, so they won't wrestle Penn State this year. <clears throat> Shoot. Well, we need to. Ma- they need to. They do usually that. make it happen. They've got to make it happen, especially this year where they're the one and two teams. Yeah. I think. Technically, it should be Iowa's turn to go there, right? No. They, they should go, yes. Because when they did the um, the Twitter one, the one that they arranged over Twitter with KL and Tom, Penn State went to Iowa. So now I think this time, Iowa should have to go to Penn State, even though it will be two years in a row. I think they should meet in middle ground, neutral site. Parkersburg, West Virginia. Let's set it up. Let's set it up. Go Big Last Reds. time there was a college duel there, sold out to the Raptors. 3,000 people. 3,000 people? Let's run was, it back. Was that because it had the home state team and Jared Hall, the greatest wrestler in the history of West Virginia? Did that Probably, have anything to do with but it? But you know what? We'll get a bigger venue, and we'll, we'll do it on the football field. Boom, 10,000 people. Is Jared the greatest wrestler in West Virginia history? He's in the conversation. Wow. I mean, Ken Chertow was an Olympian, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's but Ken's originally from West Virginia? Yeah, he's from Huntington. Mm. People forget that. Why are you, hmm, he's. He totally no, is. <laughs> I just, I would I would rather have Jared Hot represent my state than Ken Chertow. Wow. Oh, well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big advocate guy. Okay, how about, Okay, how come Ohio State's schedule already has dates on it, but none of the other teams do? How is theirs already set? I they, don't know. They also somehow only go to two states. For their Big Ten always Indiana and Illinois. Yeah. So like that's it. That's all for the world travel. And the Indiana trip isn't even like a weekend swing. They're a month apart. So mm-hmm. who do they get at home? At home, they have Michigan State January 13th, uh, Wisconsin January 20th, Michigan on either January 25th or 27th, which means it'll probably be BTN related, Penn State February 8th or 10th, and then Nebraska February 17th. So those, the, the Michigan and Penn State will probably be. It's pretty solid. TV. Unless they're not, in which case they'll be live on Flow. Boom. Can't beat that. So Pan Am's this week, is there anything to discuss? I mean, we've got it. We're just going to slaughter everyone, right? It's going to be. Well, I want to see. So uh, when David Taylor won Uregan, the first step on his way to a uh, merciless and slaughter-filled world title this year, mm-hmm. uh, he had a 3-3 match or a 4-4 match Ooh. with Yurieski, Tori Blanca, Caralta, who... With Sal's Perez up is going to be their 86 for the foreseeable future. So I'd like to see that one again. 
I'd like to see Gilman against U23 champ uh, Ranieri Andre Ortega, oh who you were gosh. very high on. Yes, he's V good. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone should be high on him. <laughs> well, yeah, but you you were the one. I feel like you talk about him a lot. Yeah, I like him a lot. And then, obviously, Valdez Tobier is very tough. Logan um, could get him. And Lopez Ascui is Aegis Wonder. And Salas Perez is always good, but Snyder won't what be there. So, so what it's pretty much going to be a duel between us and, us Cuba. and Cuba in the finals. Unless they wow, still they still forty nine North. Get yeah, ready, dude. Get ready, Ooh, Kyle. They are going to be coming at you with with Corey fire. Jarvis. Yes, they're they're they they think this is the year for Canada. <laughs> so you better be ready. Hell hath no fury like a Canadian's scorn. I believe is now women's side. Yeah, Canada might do very yeah, well. Yeah, they're very good at that. But stay in your lane, Canada. Yeah, stick to hockey. Stick yeah. to hockey. Better start respecting Canada a little better. Oh, Willie's back. <laughs> Willie's back. Okay, so we're gonna respect Canadians better. That's gonna be our New Year's resolution. I refuse. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else before we go, friends? You had a uh, you had something here about a, an update on Bergen. Is that true? Oh no, just what I've been tweeting that okay. the uh, now so a Satrian Tony Satrian, the plaintiff, waived his right to proceed anonymously. So now it's like now it can be known. Tony Satrian is the plaintiff. Everyone knew it anyways. It took about four minutes to figure out who it was because it's all about a wrestle-off, and everyone knows the wrestle-off they had. So he and his mother did not show up for their depositions, um, which was predicted uh, and predictable. So, um, And they have a new attorney, so who knows what the when will I get actual resolution there, but just an update of no. And also in the name of... We are going to lose coaches at this level. This someone, a Tim Amos, sent me that this story about in Boundbrook, New Jersey. New Jersey, someone get we need to get Schnalty, get your people in line. Um, <laughs> is suing the baseball coach. This kid is this family is suing the baseball coach because they because the coach told him to slide into third and he like injured himself. So, for that reason, like there needs to be some sort of law. Like, if you actually bring that noise before the court of law, you should, that should be, like, punishment. You should not be able to just f- fling a lawsuit for, for anything like that. I mean, that is, out, that is out of control. Did the kid's leg fall off? Well, I think he did break his leg. Um, but did it fall off? Because that is the only way I could conceivably why, think. No, why, why would that matter? I'm Even saying, if it fell I'm off, saying, the coach should not be punished for telling the kid I to told slide, you to into slide third. in the I'm, I'm being purposely ridiculous because of how ridiculous the lawsuit is. Like, there's no way you should be able to bring a lawsuit for sliding in baseball unless the kid's leg actually fell off. No. Even if it fell off. No, even if, even if that's off. a st- no, you don't. Understand. That's such a stupid thing to no. say, no man. That makes no sense at all. It has nothing to do with anything. It's like, what? What? Why are they bringing the lawsuit? Because the kid got injured, right? Okay. If all right, it's just, you have choice in the second period. I tell you to, to go down. Um, he has you, and your head falls off. I'm, yeah. I, that, now I'm that. Yeah, that would be that's the your answer. fault. You should have known his head would fall off. Oh my you gosh. coach him. You know that he has neck reconstructive surgery, and his head fell off. No man, stop. It's a ridiculous lawsuit. Yeah. So, yeah, my point being, we're going to lose good coaches because at some point it's not going to be worth it. What, you make $1,000? I mean, a JV baseball coach, What they even make that for a year, all the all the hours they put in there, and you can get sued for telling a kid to slide. Um, it's really sad state of youth sports and parents and how litigious um, – 
families have become. Very disappointing. Speaking of sad states, uh, appears Eastern Michigan saga is just about wrapped up because they're the couple ranked recruits they were bringing in committed. I think they both committed yesterday, right, Bracky? I think Emerson was two days ago and yeah. Fenton yesterday. But yeah, uh, Austin Emerson, I think he was sixth at heavyweight NHSCA champ, is going to go to Nebraska now. Jeez. Um, yeah, Nebraska. Nebraska got to chill out. They're killing it right now. And then um, Brendan Fenton, who beat Brody Teske and it went over Julian Tag uh, throughout the year, is going to pit. Wow. So you got to be feeling great about that. Yeah. So <laughs> big pit uh, fan. In a related note, um, the recruiting class rankings should be out probably within a week. I know a lot of people look forward to them, and and might have been lucky that we're a little behind um, with me driving across the country because now we can incorporate those kids that went from Eastern Michigan to to other schools. So you should honorarily um, put Eastern Michigan in the recruiting class rankings. Should right? You should put where yeah, they yeah. would have been with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then, and then, then we we'll can send tweet, that to Scott Weatherby, and we can say this could be you, but you playing something like all that. The, all the kids will get it. It'll be really funny. It'll be hilarious. It'll be a great meme for the kids. Um, okay. Hey, I should we? Uh, I got a couple more things though. Should we start talking about the potentially awesome thing we're gonna do for Final X? We've been talking about the road trip. The road trip is not new news, but we're starting to... Um, Should we tease the schools we could be we're visiting? We're formulating a plan right now, okay? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to rent a large van, 12-passenger. Yeah. Okay. We're going to put some magnets on it. We're going to get a lot of magnets. It's going to look dope AF. It's going to look... It's going to look really sweet. Enormous Final X magnets are going to go on this van. We're going to drive it from Austin, Texas to Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay, there's not many... We're probably not going to stop along the way. That's just going to be a one, one shot. Yeah, We're one just, day thing. Okay. A little road trip. Yeah, little one. Just yeah. like, it's like 12 hours, actually. Yeah, not little. It's going to be brutal. Um, <laughs> but we're not, but then, so we're going to do Final X Lincoln. It's going to be great. Then we're going from Lincoln to State College. Okay, and we're trying to, you know, we're formulating our plan. Wisconsin, already locked in. We're going there. Boom. We're figuring yeah. out Iowa. Okay, we're. We're thinking Iowa, Boom. the University of. That'll be our first stop after Final X, actually. Then it would be Wisconsin. Then, kind of a longest trip to Ohio State is what we're hoping. Then, and this is going to be probably the highlight of the trip. Yeah, it we're, is. We're going to West Virginia, where Kyle Brackey will be able to confront the man who stole his job <laughs> and the administration. You know what? I don't blame him. I blame the administration. Listen, but... I think this is a perfect opportunity for you to frame him, set him up, put him in some sort of circumstance where I like maybe this. you get fired, and then you're the next man in. I like that. Okay? I yeah. think there's a lot of directions we can go. And you can confront the administration, who uh, very unprofessionally sent you a rejection email after they announced it. And, you know, it was like a, they were, it was insult to injury. <clears throat> I expected better from Shane Lyons, who is a Parkersburg native. Oh, my gosh. Parkersburg High School graduate. Did he go to East? Or what's the one south? East. <laughs> Get out of here. It was, yeah. it was directional. It's Parkersburg High School, and then it became too big that they had to start Parkersburg South High School. Mm -hmm. So it's just Parkersburg and Parkersburg South. Got it. He went to what Parkersburg. Was he was uh, in the 70s. Yeah, I was going to say, Parkersburg South was good when I wrestled. Yeah, it's split in the, in the 70s, I think. But <laughs> anyways, 
Anyways, you know, he went to PHS, he's a fellow Big Red, and he can't even just tell me in person, or over the phone or something. Or text. Yeah. Or slide into the Flow Wrestling DMs. Yeah, just tell me, but I had to find out through you guys, and then social it. It was a slap in the face. Wow, so you got slapped three times. Yeah. Triple slap. So, okay, it's going to be a little revenge angle when we go to West Virginia. Then, maybe, uh, we might go straight to... Penn State after that, or maybe, who knows, we'll end up in the Pittsburgh area, um, which would also anger Kyle Brackey. Unless you really I'm want... going to be triggered two stops in a row. Wow. Well, we're going to a Cleveland Indians game. No, that's a stupid idea. Well, the problem that's is... Stupid well, idea. it's not a stupid idea. The problem was that Major League Baseball decided to schedule the Indians in Chicago that day. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, also would have been... Stupid. Go hang out with Ty Mitch and maybe, like, some wrestling people. Alan Freed or something. The wrestling factory would have been dope, but it's just not going to work out. It's not going to work out, Willie. You need to let it go. Although, I was, I was really excited for the potential re, uh, reunion with the Murder Hotel. Yeah, that's, <laughs> we were going to stay there again. That would have been awesome. I, come on, that would have been kind of fun to stay there again. I, I was all in on it. Content. I'm not. Especially if Bitcoin <laughs> goes up. Bitcoin deposit? <laughs> <laughs> that was, why? It's the worst hotel I've ever stayed at, which is saying something, and it it had a Bitcoin dispenser or something. I don't even know how that works. <laughs> so that's our that's our tentative plan for Lincoln to State College. And we'll be making some stops along the way. We'll have to get gas. We'll have to eat. Probably. Nomad's going to have to vomit. Probably not. He's got to pass. Probably not. You are going to vomit much. You, you're going to puke at least I don't once. vomit much. Well, you vomited. I've mul- been with him twice. Yeah, multiple trips. You vomited. When? Um, Minnesota, Oklahoma State. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it typically is. No, but that that wasn't like like that was just coming. That was like we a finished the broadcast. I was, and I was he's dying. like I feel awful, and uh, like twenty minutes later, I'm uploading matches, and you just see his face in the trash can. What, what was? Because we <laughs> on ate, the floor of Gallagher. Well, we didn't eat anything. He odd. disrespected Gallagher. Wow. Iva. I didn't puke in Gallagher. Yes, you a thousand percent did. No, I didn't. No, yes, I didn't. you we did. Puked, I puked at the gas station. No, no, you. I did not. There was nothing that came out. He's lying. Well, I'm not lying. You simulated uh, puking, which is just as disrespectful. So he only pukes in Oklahoma. So that's the stretch we really have Oklahoma to watch out for. Sucks. Wow. Oh my gosh. Take that what? back. Take it back. What are you even talking about? It's you terrible. It all. Tulsa. Tulsa makes makes me ill. It's like Charles Barkley saying he wanted to punch Draymond. Yeah. Now, now no one's got to issue an apology on Tuesday. Yeah. Not all of Oklahoma. Stillwater's fine. Yeah. Norman's probably okay. Tulsa's abominable. Except for the BOK Center. I like the BOK Center. I, I don't know. I had a great time in Tulsa last oh, time. Oh, did you? We got kicked out of our yeah. room. Yeah. You almost that you, was so you funny. didn't sleep until four in the morning because you. Oh, we thought we you got arrested. Jail. Yeah, that was all time content. I loved it. I loved that. That was Red a f- Red. That was no. It was a quality in and sweets. So then, Penn State to um, Lehigh. The plan is such. We're thinking. Here's what we're thinking. Lock Haven, which is like right there. Yeah. Then Cornell, catch up with Yanni, Ben Darmstadt, etc. Rutgers, Princeton, and then uh, Penn, Drexel. Hit up the Penn RTC. These uh, coaches don't even know that we're thinking about coming to see them. They just found out. They just they're, did. they're learning quickly. 
Okay, so prepare. We'll get Bader's going to be reaching out and providing details. Um, yeah, and we can't wait. And then we'll do Bethlehem. It's going to be awesome. Final, final X. Well, I won't be there. What are we doing with the van? Um, I'm just going to leave it there. No, we're going to drive it ceremoniously into a <laughs> <Yeah>. river. <laughs> we just should. To, just to signify the end of Final X. Yeah. All you have to see, literally, all we have to do is sign up for the insurance, and you can do anything you want. Dirty Mike and the boys can take it. <laughs> And you're off scot-free. So we're going to drive it. What is the what is the river that Bethlehem, Allentown, the, you go over that big bridge? Lehigh. The Lehigh River. I guess that's what it's called. It's called what? the Lehigh River? I don't think that's what it's I called. I don't think it's what it's called. Either. <laughs> <laughs> He's from there. I really do not believe it's called that. That doesn't sound like right, a river. Listen, guys, it's right there. He's pointing right. to it. Okay. pointing to the river right now. I think he made it up. Yeah. I thought it was the Skykill um, River. What's the Skykill River? Geez. Did I make that up? It's not called Skykill. It's Skookill. Well, where is Skookill River? What? Did you just literally just called it Skykill? I don't know. <laughs> I've always wanted how to say it. Uh, yeah. It's, it's uh... Lehigh and Delaware meet up in East. All right. Regardless, the van's going there. It's the Lehigh River. It's the, the Lehigh River, as I said, and we're going to drive it in there, and we're going to light it on fire. And that will symbolize. We'll let Nomad take care Lighting of it. Light it on fire in the river. You gonna? Let, I won't be there. I can't take care of it. And we're gonna light it on fire, then push it into the river. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Good thing you're not gonna <laughs> do <laughs> this. Oh. Okay. And no, what? I was just gonna, because I feel like we're about to wrap up here. One more thing that was interesting that happened this week. Um, and it sounds like it's going to happen more. Haley Gillow went to Tar Heel Wrestling Club. Mm-hmm. Um, Allie Reagan's already at Hawkeye Wrestling Club. So it sounds like some of the women are going to be start affiliating with the men's RTCs. And Hel- college Helen, RTC. Helen's in new, NYC, NYC RTC. Yeah, Columbia. So it sounds like there's going to uh, be some more women. Where does Adeline wrestle? Does anyone know? She was at the OTC, right? Well, she's from Colorado. She kind of pops back and forth helping out with that Wyoming Seminary with oh, the, yeah. the girls' team. But I don't know where she, her husband lives in Alaska. Alaska RTC. <laughs> Alaska RTC. I don't know. I think she's just, just a well-traveled woman. Alaska. The last frontier RTC. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Hildebrandt and, and um, Vicky are going to UNC. Really? Mm, that makes sense. So they're adding a couple. Yeah, that's, yeah, because UNC's adding a couple. So that would. That's Sunkiss. That yeah. That's Sunkiss connection. Okay, cool. Well, I think we should all go. We have a lot to do yet. It's 9.01 here in Austin, Texas. 10.01 in Easton, Pennsylvania, and at the Lehigh River location. Wait, you don't even know if Lehigh River is a real thing. No, we got it, we got it checked out. Um, it's I don't a, believe it until I see it. Yeah, until, until I swim in it. I need one of those signs that says Lehigh River. Yeah. Listen, that's your assignment for the day, Willie. Drive to the Lehigh River, take a picture with it. No Photoshop. And find the best spot to dump a van. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell the Lehigh River to announce its name. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, look for a good van dumping location. It'll be perfect. Uh, yeah. So that's it. All right, boys. Hey, thanks, Willie. It's good talking to you. It's good seeing you. I hope that, uh, yeah, we'll see you on Tuesday. Hopefully we can uh, pick up our, our Skype relationship once again. That's how we, we talked for so many years. Now we're going to rekindle that. It's exciting. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to ASICS for your sponsorship of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Thank you to the couch for moving over here. To the desk. To the desk. This is very exciting. We covered a lot of things today, boys. We did. The, the minutes for the show are 
have a lot of different items in here or whatever. We will be back Tuesday. Thank you guys so much. Stay on Flow Wrestling. Got a lot of good content coming your way. World Team Trials coming up soon. See you then.